Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Hey, mamas. Welcome to a new episode of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. Achoo! Bless you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. (laughs) That was my acting skills at work right there. It was not a real sneeze. I'm actually, Steph, now finally over a cold. Started around New Year's Day, so it lasted a good old two weeks. You know, uh, yeah, but it is cold season. So that's what we're talking about today. It totally is. And with five school age kids between the two of us, yeah. we have had our fair share of colds. Uh, Plus, we have a network of moms that we've pulled information from about what to do and what not to do. Yes. Yeah, so how we're going to talk today primarily about how to avoid getting a cold all together. And if you happen to get one, uh, what you can do to alleviate. the symptoms. Yes. Yes. OK, so first, Michelle. Uh, to research this topic, you called your dad. I did. Doesn't everybody do that? Well, no. <laughs> okay, so my dad is a family doctor, has been for 35 years. And I, I don't understand how people who don't have a physician in the family survive. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had him on speed dial through my pregnancies and having babies. I would text him pictures of everything, rashes. I have I've had many friends, actually, this isn't even an isolated incident. Many friends text me pictures of their kids' rashes, their kids' diarrhea, and say, can you please send this to your dad and ask him what he thinks? <laughs> Bless you. Thank you, Dr. Frey, for all of your yes. assistance for me and my friends. <laughs> so when I knew we were doing this topic, I said, I know who I'm going to call. I'm going to call my dad. My dad and I had a great conversation and we went over a few of the things that he, as an experienced family doctor, recommends. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Tell me all of Dr. Frey's wisdom. So a lot of this is probably not going to be totally new information, but he does say hand washing is the number one key to avoid getting a cold. Okay. And so then I said to him, okay, but what about hand sanitizer? Is that a good replacement? And he said, yes, with one Huge exception. So just being a good habit of hand washing and or using hand sanitizer, unless you have a bodily fluid on your fingers or hands, which moms always have bodily fluid from our kids <laughs> on our hands. <laughs> so yes. whether that's poop, um, uh, it could be, uh, you know, urine, poop, blood or um, snot. Sneezes, anything that's a bodily fluid, then you should wash your hands in warm water with soap for 60 seconds. And one of the things I always say is you um, sing the happy birthday song while you're washing your hands. And that's about the right amount of time. Is this Dr. Frey's wisdom that you... No, the happy birthday song is um, the daughter of a doctor, me. Uh, Very wise advice. But no, that's my thing. I always tell my kids, sing the happy birthday song. That's about a minute. Oh, I love that practical insight. And I love the insight on the hand sanitizer thing. You do wonder. Yeah. And you see things like rolling around the internet that you wonder how much, how accurate is this? Well, yeah. And I, I, I've always, I've kind of, I was surprised to hear him say it's, it's okay to use in a situation, you know, that you can't wash your hands. I was too. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be no. Yeah. It's, but he said, you know, obviously hand washing is first, but alcohol based, alcohol based hand sanitizer 
will help with that unless there's bodily fluids. So if you're just kind of in the habit of using hand sanitizer or washing your hands throughout the day, on mm-hmm. an average day, that's going to set you up for avoiding a cold. However, if you're exposed to some kind of bodily fluid, which is moms, we've all caught some vomit in our hands before. Let's be honest. We've all had a diaper wipe go rogue on us. <laughs> this this conversation is going south in terms of the... <laughs> The images that can pop into your you know, head. Mom life is not for the faint hearted. It is not glamorous. It is not. It is definitely not glamorous. But, but well, that's great though, especially if you have a home of like generally healthy people that hand sanitizer is totally a good preventative measure. But now like when you, hard part is you get one sick kid and then you've got body fluid. Right. All over the place. Right. So bodily, he said there's more than 100 viruses out there. Mm-hmm. And kind of part of our kids going out into the world and exposing them to school and the McDonald's play area and stuff like that, actually more exposure helps build up their immune system to fight mm-hmm. these things. So, you know, so exposure is good. But at the same time, this season when everyone is so sick, you do need to, you know, wash your hands because there are 100 different types of viruses out there. So the common cold is going to be going to be shared through sneezes and the air and, you know, breathing the air or, or touching even a utensil or something that's been out for a while that wasn't cleaned and then touching your face, that kind of stuff. So just being in the habit of, of good hand washing is key. But you touched on something else about what's out there on the internet and what, what to believe. And that's something else he touched on. Yeah. I asked him, you know, as a family doctor, so he delivered babies all the way to 90 year old patients. Right. And, and obviously pediatric care also. I asked him if he ever got annoyed with moms calling too much. <laughs> to check. Okay. Because I would be worried. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I would be worried about that. But he said no. He said that he they would, and he speaks on behalf of all family doctors and pediatricians. He says that they would much rather hear from a mom six or seven times um, and give them information and calm their fears rather than the one mom that blows it off and happens to finally call at 4.30 in the afternoon on a Friday. Her kid's been battling a high fever all week and is now throwing up uh-huh. because now either it's something a lot worse or it's something simple, but now you're going to have to go to the ER and it's going to be a whole drawn out process. So he says, if you have any questions, you should never hesitate to call the doctor's office and ask them. Sure. And of I course, yeah, it's reassuring. And he said, of yeah. course, they expect that from first time moms. That's so as a first time mom, especially, you should never feel intimidated or that you're um, that you're impeding on their time or that's what they're there for. And they have the you know, it's not the doctors that answer the phone. It's other medical staff and nurses. And and they kind of have a triage situation ready to help you. But they, they want to educate you. They want they want to help you through these things. So you understand what is really a danger and what's going to be okay. Right. I love that suggestion. Yeah. Uh, well, what we just published an article on citymomcollective.com uh, that is just intended to help moms navigate the season that we're through. And so we're going to talk through some of those tips that are shared in that article, but we'll encourage you to go check it out yourself as well. But uh, I love this first tip. And the first tip is to get out the humidifier and turn it on high. <laughs> I don't do this, actually. I, but I was reading this article. I was like, I should probably get a humidifier. Do you have you one? live in Arizona. You should absolutely have a humidifier. Sorry. Shame on you. No. 
Um, I do. We actually have multiple humidifiers because of this. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anytime that I sense that my kiddos are coming down with a cold, especially, I crank the humidifier in their room. Interesting. Yeah. It's a great way to just make, you know, I'm I'm no professional, but it just feels like the dryness of the air, especially in the wintertime, can really make the standard cold even worse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of humidity, another suggestion from this article is to stand in the bathroom and create a steam shower. Yes. And I have done this. I definitely did it with my kids when they were little and I could stand or sit in there with them and let the heat kind of break up any coughs that they're having. And I think that's a great, great suggestion. And it doesn't cost you any money. It's not medicine. You can just stand in a hot shower as long as your hot water heater provides hot water. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've done that plenty of times with our kiddos as well. And even as they've gotten older, they just stick on the hot shower and stick them in the shower and close the door and say, have at it. Yeah. (laughs) Breathe it in. (laughs) Just breathe it in. It's a pretty easy way. Well, uh, the next suggestion, and I'm actually very excited to talk about this, is to use a nasal aspirator. Why are you excited to talk about Okay. It's a random thing to be excited about stuff. Yes. Well, I know, but when, especially when we, my girls were little, little and getting them to blow their nose Mm -hmm. when they had a terrible cold was like next to impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved using a nasal, nasal aspirator Mm -hmm. and especially, gosh, my brain is blanking on this product that has the tube and you like Frida. Yes. Yes. I loved that thing. This is why we need to talk about this. If people do not have the nose Frida, that thing will save your life. Yeah, that's for infants, cold. though. I mean, like, I, if infants. I tried to use it on my eight-year-old, I would literally end up with a black eye. But <laughs> for babies, the nose Frida, you'd never inhale snot. I promise. Yeah, you totally. It, I <laughs> think it helps. people are, they're largely grossed out. They think there's a very good chance that I'm just going to be eating my child's snot right now. But you don't at all. The law, so you stick this thing up their little nostril, and then it has a super long tube that it has a little mouthpiece for you to. Yep. And then all the snot comes up, and it doesn't touch you, no. but it gets out of their nose. It's great. Yes, there. There's a filter in place to make sure it doesn't go in your mouth, and it it is amazing how quickly it can get because get that blockage out because the babies have no idea how to blow their sweet little noses. Like they're just miserable and. I remember countless times having that issue and then they scream when you try to stick that thing up their nose. But as soon as you suck out the snot, they're like, what? I can breathe. And yeah. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. Or a nasal aspirator standard with saline will work too. But um, nose Frida, we are not compensated by nose Frida to tell you. We should be, but we're not. Um, We do love them. Call us nose Frida. Um, The other thing is uh, with older kids is um, just the 100% saline nose sprays. You can, mm-hmm. They're aerosol. You can get them at any drugstore. They're not, they're like three bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, just spraying that up in their nose helps yeah. a lot too and adds okay. moisture. Cool. I've never done that, but I'm going to have to next time. And especially if you're going to be traveling uh, in an airplane and your kid's plugged up, those are essential. Okay. Um, awesome. Okay. But once those noses are clear, um, one thing that uh, this writer of, the, of our article suggests is to explore child safe aromatherapy. And this is really not something I've done. I know a lot of people are real passionate about essential oils and using aromatherapy with oils. Yeah. And they would swear by that and say that mm-hmm. that works. Um, and, and basically just to, once your kid can smell, 
(laughs) nose is clear to just explore some um, aromatherapy options for your kids. Yeah, for sure. We use um, even just like a Epsom salt that has a slight kind of, whether it be lavender or any eucalyptus, something that would just kind of open up their airways. Those are always nice for bubble bubble baths for the kids. Yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, when you need to forget the natural stuff, then you just get out the bleach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sure there are chemical-free ways to clean, but you need to wash all the things. All of them. All the things. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, you... That's one of my favorite pictures of every parent when a kid is sick is like, my husband never cleans our house as well as he does when one of our kids is (laughs) sick. You know, we've got like Lysol wipes in every room, (laughs) like everything's getting sprayed down. Yeah. All the toys are in the dishwasher, multiple cycles. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You're like, what did you touch? Don't touch that. I got to clean it. (laughs) Purge so much. Oh, that stuffed animal is beyond repair. I'm burning it. Yeah. Yeah. So much. So much. But, um. Yeah, and that, those are all great tips, and you can find more. Uh, you can read that whole article and um, find more information on, on momcollective.com. I wanted to, Steph, touch on a couple other things that my dad mentioned that I thought were really important, especially for moms with little ones, little, little okay. babies. So he was saying that some of the symptoms that you need to watch for to call your doctor and anyone would be a persistent cold that lasts two to three weeks or longer, or unusual symptoms like a really high fever, anything over 102. Those are kind of not normal, and you would want to call your doctor. Now, the exception would be if your kid is under 12, if 12 weeks old or younger, so the newborns, mm-hmm. it is extremely rare, he said, for them to have a cold. So if they have a stuffy nose or a fever, it's probably not a cold. It's probably something more serious. And you should report any fever or respiratory issues in a 12-week or younger baby to your doctor. So don't take any chances, new moms with little babies, because those symptoms can turn into something worse pretty quick because their little immune systems just aren't ready for it. Right, right. That's a good um, one. And then also the hydration. We talked a little bit about that with the humidifier and stuff, but um, hydration is key. You really just need to be drink, 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 drinking water. He said, even think about when you're on a plane and all the air that's circulating. And I never noticed this till he mentioned it. But you know how they, they'll come through and they'll offer you any drink that you want, right? But then they always come through at some point and offer you just water mm-hmm. at some point. And he says you should always take it and um, and drink it because part of that is just flushing all that recirculated air through your system. Hydration helps you with that somehow. So anyway, okay. stay hydrated. And then, um, yes, and then just make sure that you're getting your information from reliable resources. So when you do go to your pediatrician's office, they will have information sitting around, pick up those pamphlets, read through them. Don't just believe everything you read on the internet. Make sure you're reading your information from reliable sources. And we will be sourcing reliable sources in our article as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I love all those suggestions. And, you know, I think one thing that we haven't touched on is remembering to take care of yourself too. Yes. Just the mom. Oh my gosh. Um, Honestly, taking care of uh, kiddos is so, especially sick kiddos, is so exhausting. And um like the likelihood of a mama catching something is pretty good just because, uh, you know, we're not getting the rest that we need and not taking care of ourselves all the time. And so uh, what are some ways that you take care of yourself, Michelle? Um, DoorDash, for sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if if we're down for the count in my house and I I don't have the energy to leave, dinner comes via 
a delivery service like DoorDash or Uber Eats. And we also have Instacart in my area, which yep. is you can basically order from it's like an like an Uber type delivery person goes to the grocery store that you choose and picks out your list and brings it to you. I've ordered saltine crackers, Gatorade, chicken soup, tissues that way and had them delivered. Of course, there's you pay a bit higher fee, but it's worth it when you just need to survive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as far sure. as taking care of myself. How about you, Steph? Yeah. Uh, well, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but one thing that I'd love to be able to do is when I'm healthy and I find out that a good friend of mine or her family are down for the count for whatever reason, I will offer to bring them some chicken noodle soup um, and make it at home. But I always like double or triple the batch and then I throw a number of servings in our freezer so that when we are down for the nice. count, then I have plenty. Uh, and so anyway, for those that's of you really that smart. like to be in the kitchen and like to make things, then that's an easy way to be able to serve somebody and take care of your family when, um, you don't have the energy to do so. But, you know, oh. I, so we are prepping for our annual sister site conference, yep. uh, in a couple of weeks. And I tell you what I am taking yep. vitamin C, like there's no, tomorrow. are you taking elderberry? I am not taking elderberry well, right now, but I probably will double up on any preventative yeah. medicine that I can possibly take. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that real quick because preventative care is, you know, so important. So hand washing and hydration, obviously we talked about that, but yeah, I yeah. I think I've only been using elderberry for the last couple of years, but I really think it makes a difference. And we're going to link in the show notes. There is a one product in particular for my, in particular for my kids called Well Child, and it's an echinacea and elderberry blend syrup that you in a droplet you just put a few drops in their mouth every day oh and i give it to my kids every day my kids are really never sick now camille my daughter my seven-year-old daughter and i got the same cold almost Mm -hmm. the exact same cold same symptoms same length of time but my son never got sick and i gave him those drops every day and i think they really helped it maybe it's witchcraft but i think it really helped Oh, no, I know some of this stuff is just speculative, right? You're right. like, this is just like helping my brain to believe positively that I'm not going to get sick. Exactly, but, exactly. But yeah, no, our kid, my kiddos take um, emergency, the, yes. you know, the powder form comes in a chewy gummy. Yes. Option. Yes. Um, and they, I just give one of those to them every day. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you really can't overdo vitamins, really. I mean, yeah. don't, don't quote me on that. I'm not a doctor. But. Yeah. D- neither of us are doctors. Yeah. So please don't take all of this information <laughs> to your doctor and be like, but Michelle and Stephanie have just had sprinkles <laughs> told me so. Oh, <laughs> man, don't do that. Um, the other thing, now, this is a product that I can recommend with confidence because one of, one of the articles that my dad sent me from the American Academy of Family Physicians that we'll link to in our show notes, actually, they named a product by the name brand, which shocked me. And it's one that I use called UMCA. It's yes, spelled, you swear by this. I've I do. It's spelled U M C C U M C K A. I get it at Whole Foods. I think you could order it on Amazon. Sure. But th- now this is only for once you feel the symptoms starting to hit you. So once you feel, uh-oh, that's the scratchy throat or whatever your first symptom is, go mm-hmm. get Umka and okay. it will shorten the length of your symptoms and the severity. And is it, it a pill or is it, it like com- a drink? It comes in a variety of forms. It okay. comes in like a lozenge that you can dissolve. There's a a, hot, a drink that you can mix in hot, like a powder you can mix in hot water. Drops, okay. like a cough syrupy. It comes in any way you want to consume. <laughs> it comes in so many options. Okay. And then there's 
there's, you know, recommendations. I gave it to my daughter too. There's recommendations, you know, obviously a lesser dose for her, Mm -hmm. but this American Academy of Family Physicians, there's actually scientific peer reviewed studies that show that it can make a difference in reducing the severity and length of your symptoms. So we are also going to link to UMCA in our show notes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what, if something is, you are getting something, I think both Michelle and I will say a medicine ball at (gasps) Starbucks. It's my favorite thing ever. It's the best treat. And Mm -hmm. I'm doing air quotes right now. Treat. (laughs) It's a treat. There's sugar in it for sure. So it's a treat. Yeah. But that can, that is, that a sick mama can enjoy. Yes. So lovely. And I make them at home too. So they're yeah. great. So, and you, so the medicine ball, for those of you who don't know what it is, it is not on the menu. It's off That's a menu. Secret menu. Top secret. Mm-hmm. You know, you make it feel very cool when you go in and you're like, I'd like a medicine ball. Yeah. And what they do is they steam lemonade instead of water. And they put two different teas in there and honey. And it's magic. It really helps me feel better, honestly. Oh, it for sure does. No, I love it. So that's like our secret trick yes. for mamas. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? If you're not feeling well or your kiddos are not feeling well, um, I would say reaching out to other moms for yes. their advice is one of our best tips. So make sure to check out our local sister site, Facebook group pages. Um, honestly, they're a wealth of information. They really are. And I have found that to be so helpful when looking for a new pediatrician or even asking for the best urgent care for kids. Hey guys, it's Michelle. I just want to tell you something really quick. City Mom Collective is growing. Moms in Northwest Ohio can jump for joy. Toledo Moms is the latest local site to join our network. Ashley Ralston launched Toledo Moms last week and is thrilled to start connecting moms in her community. I've made several cross-country moves in the recent years, and finding a solid community of moms within other City Mom Collective communities was essential to me. When I moved to Toledo, I immediately noticed there was no resource like that for moms here. Right then, I knew I wanted to bring a City Mom Collective site to my community. And now, Toledo Moms is live. Welcome, Ashley and her team of contributors. Toledo, you are so lucky to have them, and we are lucky to have them in our sisterhood. City Mom Collective is a network of hyper-local parenting resource websites, all with one common goal, to connect moms. Toledo Moms is one of nearly 100 sites across the country doing just that. If you're interested in starting a site in your area, find more information at momcollective.com. All right, mamas, that's it for this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood. Stay healthy, friends. Go wash your hands. (laughs) Yes, wash them for 60 seconds, singing the happy birthday song. And think of Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next time we are talking about Valentine's Day and how to show your kids some love. Uh, And until next time, uh, make sure to celebrate the little and big, big things of motherhood, even if it involves the kiddos and Just Add Sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.